BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Banacarum, here to announce a new season of our show in retrospect, which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart from the dethroning of the first black Miss America to the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan loving Golden Girls. Listen to in retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Republicans screwed us again. We'll talk about this gun bill. Did Russia attack us? We'll talk to Brian Dean Wright. We have the great Julie Kelly cutting through all the noise on January 6th. All that's coming up on I'm Right. I want you to picture something. I want you to picture me getting done with the show tonight on I'm Right. You know, we got an hour. Since we got an hour together, you and me, we got an hour. And I finished the show, and here at the studio, we have uh, some booze in the kitchen, liquor and stuff and whatnot. No, I don't drink when I'm on the air, but it's for fancy suits and whatnot that come into town. But let's say tonight's different. Let's say tonight during the show, I start pounding them back, pretend this is whiskey while I'm on the air, just slugging some whiskeys, get off the show, and I'm about half into back. I sound like Joe Biden every day. I can have, have, I'm driving home. And I go get in my car, and I drive home. And on the way home, I'm just trashed. And I hit this pothole, this nasty pothole that's in the road. I lose control of my vehicle, and I wrap it around a telephone pole on the way home. Now, what was the problem there? Was it the pothole? Obviously not, right? It was the booze. 
What if we have a serious issue on the right of allowing the communists to decide it's always the pothole? Because that is what we do. That is what we do. We allow them to decide what the problem is. And remember, they always are going to come to the conclusion the problem is you. You see, you have too many freedoms, too many guns, too much this, too much that. You shouldn't have the freedom to do this and freedom to do that. You unwashed, unruly masses, you're the problem. And the problem with that wouldn't be that bad if Republicans didn't join with them in agreeing that the pothole was the problem instead of the booze. We had two mass shootings recently, one in Buffalo, New York, one in Uvalde, Texas. You, of course, remember them. I don't need to go into all the details of them. And immediately, in the wake of these mass shootings, what did you see? What did you see out of Democrat politicians, the media, Hollywood, Matthew McConaughey got in on it, professors, athletes, you name it. We had NBA coaches. It's the guns, right? The guns are the problem. The guns are the problem. It's the pothole. It's the pothole. Hey, did you hear it's the pothole? To take care of those potholes. If we'd fill in the potholes, everybody, pothole, 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 pothole. And you're sitting there saying, uh, no. You're citing statistics about gun violence and how it's better here than in strict cities and in European places. And, and you're citing all these stats and you're saying, guns aren't the problem. What? What are you talking about the pothole? It's the booze. You were drinking booze and the, 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 you drinking's the problem. You're sitting there screaming that as they began to once again set a completely false narrative. They create a false narrative. And once again, just like during the COVID insanity, just like during St. George Floyd, just like during a thousand other things, the Republican Party looks around and says, I mean, I guess it is kind of the potholes. Everyone's saying it's the potholes. I don't, I don't want to get yelled at. I better agree it's the potholes. 14 Republican senators just came together for a bipartisan gun control bill. $100 million for mental health services in there. Yes, I'm sure that'll be spent well. And it, of course, expands red flag laws. And I just want to explain to you once again what red flag laws do. You, Karen, you're upset with your ex-boyfriend. You decide you're going to get back at him. You call, say he's a deranged lunatic. He may hurt someone. He may hurt his kids. This eventually gets brought to a judge. Before you know it, the police have been given authority to go kick in boyfriend's door and confiscate his weapons before he's been charged with anything, put on trial, and if he attempts to defend himself when someone kicks in his door at 1 p.m., he'll be killed and get off scot-free. And the Republican Party just decided that is a good thing. Oh, but wait, there's more. You remember the FBI just met to decide which counter-terrorist label they were going to assign to concerned parents. You do remember that, right? Parents who were showing up at school boards, the FBI counter-terrorism heads had a meeting, we now know this because of leaked documents, to decide which threat label they were going to assign to concerned parents. We know the FBI planned, funded, and organized the attempted assassination and kidnapping of Michigan Governor Whitmer, and they did this to frame people on the right. We now know there were feds, lots of them in the crowd at January 6th, encouraging people to go in 
We know these things. We know the FBI has officially declared war on the right. They are now Democrat activists. That's concerning, right? DOJ concerning. I mean, the DOJ, after all, they're the ones who prompted all this FBI stuff. They got a letter from the teachers' unions, and they decided to sick the FBI on you. Do you know what the Republican response to that is? They sent a combined $1.5 billion to the FBI and the DOJ as part of this bill. Here are your senators. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell shouldn't be there anymore. Roy Blunt, Richard Burr, Shelley Moore... Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Joni Ernst, Lindsey Graham. I just want to pause for a minute on Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham does this all the time. Senators have to run once every six years. So for the year leading up to his election, he'll all of a sudden turn into a blood-red conservative. He spends the next five years trashing you and your values, and yet the people of South Carolina send him back to office every day or every six years. Hold on one minute. I'm going to make another point on that. Lisa Murkowski, Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, Tom Tillis, Todd Young, and, of course, John Cornyn of Texas. And so you don't think I'm picking on the great people of South Carolina. Let's talk about the people of my state, John Cornyn of Texas. Just like Lindsey Graham, he does these things all the time. He'll reach across the aisle and reach across the aisle and reach across the aisle and spit on your values and spit on your values and spit on your values for some more. And then when it comes to election year, all of a sudden he's to the right of Barry Goldwater. You see, John Cornyn just got elected. 2020, he just got elected. Won't be up again for six years. Well, five. Well, four years now. But either way, just got elected. And John Cornyn... He had a primary, and he got 76% of the vote. 76. Lindsey Graham gets primaried every six years by someone to the right of him. And Republicans, not the Democrats, not the communists, Republicans, they go out to the polls and, huh, huh, who do we vote for? Oh, Lindsey Graham. Oh, he had a good, he had a good little soundbite on Fox, didn't he, Herb? Let's vote for Lindsay again. We have got to stop pointing fingers at the communists if we lack the willpower to switch out the weapons-grade losers in our own party. I mean, I saw this picture or this little video I'm about to show you of John Cornyn getting booed by a bunch of Republicans, and yeah, it warmed my heart, but what's that going to translate into? So let's take our country back, starting with Congress in November. Thank you, God bless you, and may God continue to bless our great state of Texas. Good, I'm glad you're upset. Good, boo, yes, good. I even saw a picture, someone sent me a picture of a trash can. They were handing out these red lanyards with John Cornyn's face and name on it, and the trash can was full of the red lanyards. So good, good, that's awesome. Throw away those lanyards and boo. What are you going to do next primary season? We have got to fix the low-info voter problem on the right. We like to make fun of the low-info idiot communists who don't know up from down. We have a gigantic portion of our own side. They are low info and they don't care. 
senators from South Carolina and Texas, those are two of the reddest states in the union. How do we have two losers from those states? We have two losers from those states because we don't care enough to get involved and boot them out. It's our own fault. And I mean, everyone's raging about Joe Biden yesterday stepping up and saying he needs more COVID money. Remember when Joe said this? We do need more money, but we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. And that's not something the last outfit did very well. That's something we've been doing for fairly well. That's why we need the money. Yeah, inflation has your standard of living down 20%. You're being broken at the gas pump, and that's the president of the United States of America asking for more money. Also said there's going to be a next pandemic. I wonder how he knows that. But I will say this, back to what we were just talking about. Maybe you're sitting there saying, no, no more money. These Democrats, they spend too much money. And that's fair. That's true. They do. Who printed $6 trillion? Who passed massive unfunded COVID bill after massive unfunded COVID bill. Trillions in COVID spending before Joe Biden ever did that weak little saunter into the Oval Office. If we are not going to be diligent enough to switch out the losers in our own party, we have no chance whatsoever. None. Not for COVID, not for anything. I mean, look, look, you're being slaughtered. Today, Joe Biden called for Congress to pause the gas tax. It's about 18 cents per gallon, by the way, in case you're wondering what kind of relief that would be. 24 cents per diesel, which is a gigantic concern. So he called for a pause on it for three months. So they're trying to give you back 18 cents a gallon for three months and pretend it's a solution. Remember, this was Nancy Pelosi a few months ago, crapping all over the idea. So, so okay, so we have a situation where... There's money coming out of the Highway Trust Fund. It's going to the oil companies. They're, they may not give it to the consumer. And it has to be paid for. So we're paying for something to give a break to the oil companies that isn't even going to the consumer. So that's the con. The pro is very showbiz. Okay, let's just do something. There it is. But it is not necessarily landing in the pocket of the consumer. If you're a little confused by Grandma Vodka there and the, the hand motions and the con and the, this is what goes to the consumer, give her a break. I'd like to hear you try to explain the gas tax after your 12th shot, the vo- 12th shot of vodka. Now, moving on, Corinne Diversity Hire actually had a moment yesterday of complete honesty, and I applaud her for it. I mean, the president has been very clear in making sure that he does everything that he can uh, to uh, to elevate to alleviate uh, the you know the the pain that American families are feeling when it comes to gas prices. Elevate. Let's do keep in mind. Democrats have openly campaigned on massively increasing your energy prices for years. Now that they're here, they have to pretend to kind of be upset about it. What about the gas tax? This is what you wanted. You've been campaigning on this forever. And of course, you know, they're going to blame Putin over and over and over again, even though the public is not buying this at all. 
uh, dealing with what the Americans are, are facing at the pump, which is high high high, uh, high prices due to inflation, due to uh, the part of it is the pandemic, part of it is uh, Putin's war uh, on Ukraine and the Putin's uh, tax hike. I love that she accidentally messed that up too. Putin's tax hike, diversity higher. It's Putin's price hike. Everyone knows that by now. But of course, they have a two-pronged strategy. Blame all the pain you're going through on Vladimir Putin. And also tell you what pain. We're doing great. There's no recession. And right now, we don't see a recession right now. That is not, we're not in a recession right now. Uh, right now, we're in a transition where we, we, will, we are uh, going to go into a place of stable and steady growth. And that's going to be, uh, that's, that's going to be our focus. We're not in a recession. We're, look, we're just about to take off, baby. Things are good. This is what we get. The question is, who are we going to be opposing these people? I, we're not going to do it with Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and John Cornyn. They've proven time and time again they're not down for the fight. Do we care enough to get involved in primaries and bounce these losers out of office? I don't know. So far, we haven't. All that may make you uncomfortable, but I'm right. We have a great show for you. Congressman Kevin Brady of the Ways and Means Committee is going to join us next. We're going to talk to him about a lot of these things. Now, let me talk to you about your family's health. As we move forward... There's no question services are going to be limited. That's just the way it goes in a recession or a depression or wherever this thing goes, and that includes medical services. Limited, they may not be available. Limited, they may be too expensive. You understand when I talk to you about Eden Pure Thunderstorm, it's not just for the allergy relief. I mean, that's a nice side benefit. It kills viruses and mold that are in your air. It's constantly cleaning the air of your home. We've had ours for, gosh, probably a little over a year now. I don't think we've been sick, anyone in the family. We have a three-pack. You can get a three-pack for under $200. That's $200 in savings. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the code JESSE. That gets you a three-pack for under $200. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. We'll be back. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. I know that we're having a debate right now about the gas tax holiday. I know how brutal this is on folks right now, but for us to suggest that 30 cents a day for three months is real relief, that that's a real energy policy means that we are not tackling the problem that has to be tackled. We are offering gimmicks when we're offering the same thing that John McCain's offering on the cheap. That means we're not 
presenting a truthful response to the challenges that we face in America. We can do better than that this time. He was so good at sounding like a reasonable moderate when he was anything but. But hey, that's the current Joe Biden plan. Joining me now, Congressman, one of the few good ones we have, Kevin Brady, of course, of the great state of Texas. He's the top cheese for the GOP on the Ways and Means Committee. Congressman, I didn't realize this whole gas tax thing was a, what did he call it? A gimmick. That's what they're <laughs> proposing now. Yeah, it is a bit. Man, thanks for finding that clip, by the way. I don't, and no one could have said it better. Uh, than President Obama right now. It is, it's insignificant, it's insulting, it is a gimmick. And a time when most families will pay $2,000 more this year for fuel under Joe Biden, you know, a few cents is really, it is insulting. And so, yeah, I guess, look, this president's desperate. Uh, poll numbers record worse. They could be. Most Americans either feel like they're in a recession or soon to be in a recession. And I noticed, Jesse, a new report that showed Bidenflation has wiped out the savings of 26 million low-income families. So in other words, all these higher prices have wiped out every dime that they had in savings. It's, it is a cruel economy. Joe Biden has a cruel economy. Golly, I, I, I'm on top of the 21% delaying retirement. The numbers are, yeah. I, they're awful. All right, Congressman, I, I should want to ask you first about the gas tax stuff. What even is the gas tax? A lot of people have heard of it. They don't necessarily know what it is. This is most definitely your area. What is it? Yeah, it's a user fee for those who use the highways and roads. Uh, we pay, you pay about 18, a little over 18 cents a gallon here at the federal level. You pay probably that much or more at the state level, that, that money stays within the state. The federal money comes up to Washington. You know, the government takes its cut, as you would imagine, uh, and then sends uh, it back where uh, Congress directs it to be. And so it funds the infrastructure, the roads and bridges and mass transit in America. Joe Biden got a little snappy with a reporter over the weekend about the recession stuff. Here he is. I, I, I promise. Not the majority of them aren't saying that. Come on, don't make things up, okay? Now you sound like a Republican politician. I'm joking. That was a joke. That was a joke. But all kidding aside, no, I don't think it is. I do enjoy, Congressman, how Joe Biden routinely does that thing where his inner prick just seems to come out because he's always been one. And then he does the thing where he acts like he was kidding about the whole thing. He wasn't kidding. Why is he so snappy? Yeah, he's pretty defensive right now because, mm -hmm. look, everyone believes we are headed to a recession, if not already in one, uh, including uh, most economists, every chief financial officer in America. Most Americans do. And by the way, Mr. President, the economy actually shrunk last quarter, likely to shrink again. And most people think the second half of the year is going to get worse. So, but my point in all this, and Jesse, I think yours as well, is Mr. President, you created this recession. It is a Biden recession because of your actions. And so I know you're in denial, but when we have such a cruel economy, the last thing people need is just happy talk out of the president. Congressman, it seems like such a, and I hate to use this word because I'm not trying to bring people down, it seems like such a hopeless situation when we're talking about gas prices because we all know what has to be done. We have to have a friendly government towards oil and gas and coal. 
And yet that's the one thing the Biden administration cannot do because they're so beholden to this green insanity. So gas tax, no gas tax. This gas price problem is not coming down for, I mean, uh, my watch tells me it's 2022. Yeah, I think, or, or beyond Jesse, and I think you're exactly right. So the curtain got pulled back on what is the true price of the Green New Deal? What's the true price of the war on American traditional oil and gas? And we're seeing it, and that, that, that price is going up farther until the president changes his ways. You know, it's still going to be cruel. The other thing I noticed, look, he's, play, he's trying to play both sides of the fence. Demand, you know, American oil and gas do more, even though they're hitting record numbers, honestly. But, but telling the climate uh, extremists, you know, I'm your guy. You know, we're putting in place all this climate change uh, policies, Green New Deal policies. But the truth is, American people are seeing through it, don't you think? You know, they know exactly why they're paying these high prices. I do. I, I Look, when you're going to the gas pump paying $5 a gallon, that'll snap you awake real fast to what's going on in your country. <laughs> to be frank, though, Congressman, and actually I'd be, I'd be honest if I didn't think so, you're not part of this problem, but I'm more worried about elected GOP officials than I am anybody else. I have Republicans in the Senate working with Democrats deciding I have too many gun freedoms and that's really the problem. Republicans spend like drunken sailors when they when they have all the power to. When are we going to finally become a fiscally responsible party? Because we certainly don't have any high ground right now. Yeah, you know, it was actually I came into Congress and uh, we had four years of a balanced budget. I actually paid down some of the national debt. It's been a long time since then. I think we had success during President Obama. We ended up uh, lowering the budget, keeping it at over eight years. It actually was about the same size of the day-to-day -day spending as when he came into office. But truth of the matter is, we, had, we have a very strong economy under President Trump. You know, record revenues now the last three or four years. But you got to constrain spending. I mean, you have to do that. I think right now I've had two meetings in the last day on the Republican agenda and the major focus is how do you balance a budget? How do you get the debt under control? Congressman, thank you so much. Go get him. Good to see you, sir. You too. All right. Our friend Brian Dean Wright is gonna join us next. Is Russia attacking us already? Well, I'm anxious to hear what he has to say. Before we get to that, let's talk about you. Let's talk about your email. No, no, I don't need your email address. Don't worry about that. But you understand that that free email account you have is not free, right? There's nothing free. You know that. You're not naive. So why did I have it? What? Why do you have a Gmail account? Is Google not interested in making money? Oh, they are. They are. They sell your data. They read your emails, the ones you send and the ones you receive. Stop doing that. These people hate your guts. Go get an email account from Secure. It's based in Switzerland. American laws cannot touch them. $7.50 a month gives you completely secure communications. We have to be smarter about this stuff now with this scary world we're in. Go to secure.com, secure with a K, secure.com, and use the promo code JESSE. That gets you $7.50 a month. Secure.com, promo code JESSE. We'll be back. Thank you. 
You know what I do on the way to the studio every single day? Every day. I've got about, I think, 17 minutes front door to the studio every single day. Well, I know I have to come on TV and I have to look smart, look like I know what I'm talking about. So I listen to the President's Daily Brief every day. Always under 20 minutes. My friend Brian Dean Wright breaking down the biggest news of the day and how you should think about it. You don't have free hours a day, do you? Go download it. Subscribe. I do. It's my daily listen. Joining me now, my friend Brian Dean Wright, host of the President's Daily Brief and also also former Intel Ops officer. Brian, we've been talking about gas tax this and gas tax that today on the show and what it is and what it isn't. I really want to focus more on the whole Russia thing, Russia hacks. And are, are we being attacked by Russia? Yeah, that's what it's looking like as of this morning. Uh, so let me tell you a little bit about what we know to be true. About four months ago, there was a series of hacks coming from Russia into this country, specifically targeting over 100 people associated with 21 different energy companies. Now, back in February, we knew that they were probing our systems such that if this war in Ukraine was going bad for them or if we were doing certain things to make them angry, they would attack us in terms of our critical infrastructure. Flash forward four months, June 8th, down in Freeport, Texas, little little island down there where the Freeport LNG facility was at. There was an explosion. It was a pipe that was going from a storage tank to one of the ships. Well, that was not supposed to happen, obviously, and usually it doesn't. One, there are physical inspections, but second, there are these computer systems, these industrial control systems that monitor the integrity of the metal and adjust the pressures inside the valve. But those systems didn't work, or maybe they were a little bit too aggressive adjusting some of the pressure inside those valves that actually caused the crack, the fissure, which then in turn created this gas vapor cloud and then the explosion. So what the FBI is investigating today is they're asking the question, why did it happen? And is there a connection between what uh, you know occurred back in February and this explosion? So we know, of course, that the Russians have a motivation here. Certainly they have the skills, the abilities. They've done it to us many times, the colonial pipeline. We've seen with JBS, which is a meat packing company. There are a bunch of American companies in our critical infrastructure that have been hacked in the past couple of years. So they know we know that they can do it. They've got some great malware. But why this LNG facility? That's the real question. Well, this facility in particular was taking liquefied natural gas and they were shipping it to Europe. And what we know about Europe right now is that they have a massive crisis with natural gas. They're running short in no small part because Russia provides most of it and they're turning off that spigot down about 50% in just the past week or so. So what the FBI is looking at this morning is uh, really what happened here. Did the Russians attack this facility? Also that not really that America would be hurt, but rather that in fact, our European friends would be hurt because they couldn't get supply from us. So that's what the FBI is investigating today. Brian, I've got a couple of really stupid questions, but you're used to that by now. Uh, <laughs> I hear the words FBI and I don't exactly stand up and cheer, but I don't want to be biased because I don't like the FBI. How are they at this? Is this something they're really good at? Are they going to be able to dig into this and find out the truth? Is it a bunch of dollars like me sitting down hand pecking at the computer? What are, what are we dealing with? Okay, two things first. You have every reason, and everybody listening and watching has every reason to be suspicious of the FBI. That is their burden to overcome based on what they've done for the past three or four years. 
That being said, they are our only folks that we got to lean on in these kinds of times, in this kind of event, which is scary at some level. But nevertheless, they do have a decent cyber crimes unit, and they also can lean on some of the folks at the NSA who also are very, very good at doing this on the offensive side. In other words, we hack too. America hacks you know, things and people abroad. So they can bring in those folks and say, to what extent do you think this particular malware was used in this attack? So I suspect that we're going to get some answers, but I'll tell you, the Russians are very, very good. Their malware is very good. And it's really tough to find those little electronic signatures uh, once the attack has happened because they very specifically designed them to never be seen or, or they would never be caught. So it's going to be tough. Why are they so good? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Russians are famously great at intel, your area, and other things. Why are they so good at this stuff? Because every smart guy I talk to tells me the Russians are really good at this. Why? Yeah. Well, when you were a smaller adversary, you were David going up against a Goliath, in this case, the United States, you have to find ways to leverage you know, your, your strengths, which are you're not going to be your big bombs necessarily because you're not going to be able to outmatch the United States. We spend far more than every other country uh, on the world in terms of our, de our defense uh, budget. So you have to find ways to get a big bang for the smaller buck. And cyber is a great way to do that. So the Russians have been doing it really since the end uh, of the 1990s, early 2000s. They built up this cadre of people that could fight back against the Americans and others to be very, very good when we've got the big tanks and the big guns. Well, they'll fight back with a little bit of cyber. Brian, finally. Um... Did a U.S. weapon sink a Russian naval vessel? Please uh, tell me that didn't happen. And if it did happen, what are going to be the repercussions of this? Yeah, it's a, it's a bad deal, man. I mean, it's bad for the Russians and potentially uh, bad for us. So here's what happened. <clears throat> we sent over a couple of different anti-ship missiles. They're called the Harpoons or a few other systems. But that's the one that actually sunk a Russian naval vessel in the Black Sea about a week ago. And that vessel was carrying Russian individuals, that is his personnel, soldiers. They were carrying material of different kinds, lots of ammunition and different kinds of guns and such. So that went down with our weaponry. Now, supposedly the Ukrainians fired it, but here's the suspicious part. The Harpoon missiles were only delivered a couple of weeks ago, but the Harpoons require months of training. Now you can cut that down to many, many weeks of training, but not two to three weeks of training, at least not by any reasonable measure. So the question is who actually fired those missiles? Even if we're gonna say it's the Ukrainians, I'm not so sure that's true. So that probably means that they had some help from maybe some of my old friends, either at the agency or more probably within the Pentagon, which is a huge escalatory event. Obviously, if we're pulling the trigger and killing Russians, it's a big deal. Well, at least we don't have anything else going on in the world right now. Brian Dean Wright, the President's Daily Brief. Go download it. Thank you, my man. Of course. I always get smarter when I talk to that guy. Then I steal his ideas and pass them off as my own, as you should. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk to Julie Kelly next about the January 6th stuff. Now, I know there are times, maybe right now is one of those times, where you feel surrounded culturally. Because I don't know about you, I didn't grow up in an America where I had to make political decisions when I watched football games, whether or not to watch a football game, uh, where to go buy a cup of coffee. That wasn't the America we had, but that is the America we have. And I know you want to be more purposeful with where you spend and don't spend your money. So do I. I need to be better. You need to be better. We all need to be better. But how do we do that? Public SQ is your tool to do that. Download it. It's in the App Store right there on your phone. It's in the App Store. 
What is it going to do? It's going to tell you which businesses share your values and which businesses maybe should be avoided. You're going out, you need a new set of tires, you don't know which tire shop is right there with you and which one isn't. Public SQ does. Go download Public SQ today. Let's put our money where our morals are. We'll be back. There's never been a bigger or more important story in American history than this. This is the most important story in the history of the Republic. These January 6th hearings are remarkable. They are riveting. The hearings last night, they were searing, they were vivid. It was compelling, it was chilling. The videos were chilling and it was, it, I think it's going to be historic. This was a historic, compelling hearing. This is very compelling. Uh, television because it's a very compelling hearing and it's compelling it's must-see TV this is so much worse than something like Watergate this is so much worse than Watergate this is a watershed moment for our democracy what happened on January 6th is so much worse than Watergate really it really is by a uh, hundred degrees orders of magnitude worse than Watergate this is the most important and disturbing uh, incident that's ever happened it's so historic. It's the most important thing in history. <laughs> Joining me now, my friend Julie Kelly. She's the author of the great book, January 6th, How Democrats Used the Capitol Protest to Launch a War of Terror Against the Political Right. Julie, I don't know about you. I think this is maybe the most important thing ever. I mean, forget about the, the resurrection of Jesus. I care about the January 6th committee. <laughs> We might as well throw away every history book that ever covered yes. anything before January 6, 2021. It's irrelevant. I mean, none of yes. it matters. That is the only thing that matters. Crazy talk. Julie, do you get the sense that they're frustrated that no one cares? I mean, I've seen all the television ratings. No one cares. I mean, nobody cares about this January 6 committee. Do you think they're very angry with that? How, how could they possibly assume anyone did care? Well, here's where I think some of the frustration lies with the American people is that Democrats, of course, led by Adam Schiff, the biggest liar in Congress, which is almost impossible to do, did a bait and switch on the American people. They said this would be a fact-finding mission to find out what happened on January 6th. What the American people expect to hear is testimony as to why the Capitol was intentionally unsecure, why Muriel Bowser and uh, the Capitol Police Board, led by the Sergeant-at-Arms for Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell, why they repeatedly denied requests for extra security. They wanted to know who let protesters into the building. Uh, they wanted to see more unedited video. You know, we've talked about this for over a year, 14,000 hours of surveillance video. We saw nothing close to that. So the American people see this for what it is. It's a cover-up, not only of the 2020 election, but the cover-up of what actually happened on January 6th, which is why we've not seen any testimony by FBI Director Christopher Wray. We haven't seen any testimony by DC Mayor Muriel Bowser or anyone who was really responsible for securing the nation's capital that day. It's another cover-up exercise. Adam Schiff is the expert at that. And this is why the American people are tuning it out. Speaking of Adam Schiff, I'm glad you pointed that out because we have a nice little montage of King Liar. Yep. 
Can you agree that there has been no evidence of collusion coordination or conspiracy that has been presented thus far between the Trump campaign and Russia? Uh, no, I don't agree with that at all. I think there's plenty of evidence of collusion or conspiracy in plain sight. I've certainly, certainly said that there's ample evidence of collusion. It's a circum all you have right now is a circumstantial case. Uh, actually, no, Chuck. Uh, I, I can tell you that the case is more than that. Uh, so you Dr. have Clapper. seen direct evidence of collusion? Uh, I don't want to go into specifics, but I will say that there is evidence that is not circumstantial uh, and, uh, and is very much worthy of investigation. A growing body of evidence of uh, obstruction of justice. There is circumstantial evidence of collusion. There is direct evidence, I think, of deception. We already do know what happened. The evidence of the president's misconduct is already overwhelming. Truly, he gets away with this stuff, and we both know why he gets away with this stuff. But is there going to be a GOP counterattack here? I mean, I, you know I tend to get a little aggressive. I think the GOP probably should have already announced publicly that they'll have their own committee and drag Adam Schiff before it. Do they have anything like that in the works? They don't, Jesse, and I know you and I share uh, not just doubt about GOP leadership, but sort of contempt for how weak they are, their cowardice. I mean, they have helped empower people like Adam Schiff by not holding him accountable. Let's recall when Republicans had the House and the Senate in 2017 and 2018, instead of opening an ethics probe against Adam Schiff, who knew he was lying from the very beginning about imaginary collusion, who did House Republicans authorize an ethics probe into? Devin Nunes for nothing, for made up allegations by Democrats in the outgoing Obama White House, shut down his participation in the Russia collusion investigation for eight months. Meanwhile, Adam Schiff was running around the country lying that he had evidence, which he never produced. I mean, he's like a wind up doll, Jesse. You could wind him back to 2016. He's saying the same thing now that he was saying about Russia collusion. The media never challenges him. Uh, obviously, his colleagues don't, but more uh, disgustingly, Republicans aren't challenging him one bit. Will they turn this uh, the, this sort of authority and power, retaliate against people like Adam Schiff if they take the House in 2023? I have my doubts. Golly, I do too. All right, Stephen Colbert, which brings me to this, had a bunch of staffers arrested for trespassing on Capitol Hill over the weekend. Colbert addressed this whole thing. The Capitol Police were just doing their job. My staff was just doing their job. Everyone was very professional. Everyone was very calm. My staffers were detained, processed, and released. A very unpleasant experience for my staff. Now, it's predictable why these TV talkers are talking like this on the TV. They want to talk about something other than the January 6th hearings on the actual seditionist insurrection that led to the deaths of multiple people and the injury of over 140 police officers, but drawing any equivalence between rioters storming our Capitol to prevent the counting of electoral ballots and a cigar-chomping toy dog is a shameful and grotesque insult to the memory of everyone who died. And it obscenely trivializes the service and the courage the Capitol Police showed on that terrible day. Boy, late-night comedy isn't what it used to be, Julie. Sure isn't. That's why he is not a comedian, nor are his staff members. They are Democratic Party activists. What they did um, last week not only uh, crashed the January 6th committee hearing from which they were forbidden from attending, 
They had been denied press credentials. They were threw out of that committee hearing, thrown out of that committee hearing. Then they entered a separate House office building later, thanks to um, another separate congressman and Adam Schiff, who was sort of letting them have the run of the place. And they weren't there with a puppet trying to make people laugh. They were there to bolster Adam Schiff's committee, to harass lawmakers. That's why there's reports that they were banging on the doors and windows of offices like Aunt Marjorie Taylor Greene. They were arrested outside the office of Lauren Boebert. So it's not like they were there trying to make jokes with MTG or Kevin McCarthy. They were there to harass and intimidate them at night. The building had been closed. So Stephen Colbert, of course, is lying, misleading his viewer or two, um, trying to just downplay this as a joke. Uh, and like he really cares about the people who died on January 6th, Jesse. That's what I find most offensive. Show me one clip where Stephen Colbert even names the names of the four victims who died on January 6th, all Trump supporters, by the way. Like he really cares about the people who were killed like Ashley Babbitt by police and the other three who died because of police excessive force that day as well. Uh, Julie, you're the best. Thank you, ma'am. You are. Thanks, Jesse. All right. We have, we have an intense light in the mood. It's awesome. Before we get to that, though, let's get to your health insurance. Now, believe me, I'm not selling you health insurance. I don't have a health insurance company. I'm simply pointing this out. I've had a lot of health insurance in my life from bouncing around various jobs and things. I've never once had the opportunity to say, I'm proud to have this health insurance. What a stupid thing, right? Who's proud to have this health insurance company? <laughs> Until now. I didn't even know, I didn't even know a great company like this existed 10 years ago and I'm mad about it. One Share Health, they're a faith-based insurance company. They're so adamant about pushing your values. They give 5% of your monthly every month to veterans struggling with PTSD. And you're not exactly sacrificing coverage, whatever you need. Vision, dental, 24-7 telehealth, mental health services, whatever you need. Imagine feeling good about paying your health insurance bill every month. Go to my.onesharehealth.com slash Kelly. Promo code Jesse Kelly gets you 75 bucks off your enrollment fee. Great coverage, great prices, and actually feel good about it? How about that? We'll be back. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hi, it's your favorite throwback podcast hosts, Jessica Bennett and Susie Banacaram, here to announce a new season of our show in retrospect. Which means a whole new batch of episodes diving into the pop culture moments we love and love to pick apart. From the dethroning of the first black Miss America. To the legacy of a lesbian joke from four Kaftan-loving Golden Girls. Listen to In Retrospect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.